What's up, everybody? What's going on on IGTV, YouTube, Podbean? This is Kev with another episode of the Risk to Succeed podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to title, Do Not Let Others Apply Value or Take Away Value of Something for You. I went to the University of Cincinnati for a year and a half. It's where I met my fiance. I met uh, I met fantastic friends. I'm actually in one, uh, one of the one of my friends that I, I cheered with. I was on the cheer team. Uh, I'm in his wedding here in April. I've I made such amazing memories and friendships and relationships while I was in school for that year and a half. That it's it's been a very important and deeply relevant part of my life so far. I had the most amazing time cheering. Uh, just yesterday, I returned back and uh, helped out at the UC cheer clinic. I got to stunt with incoming freshmen or girls still in high school, helping teach them and uh, you know help them be, learn and, and grow so that they can come to UC one day and hopefully cheer. I posted this post on Instagram of me doing a stunt, and I basically, in the caption, I said that uh, meeting my fiance, being able to cheer the friends that I made was worth the student loans that I that I ha- got to go to school for that year and a half. When I started school, I f- thought I was going to go to school forever, you know, or for, for for four years. I never started imagining that I would stop. My entire life up until that point. I was being molded into believing that college was the perfect answer, that without college, you were destined to not be able to live your best life, that you weren't going to be able to make as much money as you wanted or needed. You weren't going to be able to have security and stability, and you were just going to have to do really tough you know, manual labor trades type of jobs. And that was my dad's an electrician, but that was still always painted sort of negatively uh, that, you know, you just weren't going to be able to have such a, as good of a life as somebody that went to college. And I really never understood that. I never understood that notion that college, not education, but college was seemed to be this mystical answer to everybody, you know, everybody's problems if they were lucky enough to partake. And so all the time in school, the whole narrative was, well, you want to get into a good college. You want to get into a good college. You want to get into a good college. So my brother was very intelligent. He did very much want to go to college. He worked really, really hard, got amazing grades. He went to a fantastic, um, you know, college prep, high school here in Cincinnati, Ohio, and um, tested out of all his APs and went to the University of Virginia and did amazing. I followed suit to, to the same high school. My reasons were quite a bit different. I, having been bullied in, in grade school, really just wanted to go somewhere that didn't have the, the guys and girls that were in my grade school at the high school. And it just so happened that the same high school my brother went to, uh, I, only one other guy, it was, it's an all guy Jesuit high school. It's another topic for another time. 
only one other guy from my grade school was going to be attending, so I could be a new person. At in high school, my first year, I I you know I was a freshman and I was fresh coming out of of grade school and trying to be this new person and you know I I just you know I did what I needed to do and worked really hard at school and and whatnot. In my sophomore year, some of you have heard if you've kind of heard my story before, I got into lifting weights. I was always the the fat kid in grade school. And when I found lifting weights, that became the the only thing that I cared about. And I truly mean the only thing that I cared about. I didn't care about class. I didn't care about grades. I didn't care about tests. I didn't care about anything. I wanted to learn about the body and 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 lift and train. Like that was it. Because I knew, I just knew and could feel because of what it was doing for me, it was unleashing the real me. It was allowing the real me to come to the surface and, and, and I could finally start to be myself. So in school, or I'm sorry, in high school, I did what I needed to do to get by, but it was not my ultimate priority. When, it, when senior year came around, I, I really had two tracks that I was going to follow. One was going to be going into the Marine Corps, like many men in my family had, or I was going to go to college to be a strength and conditioning coach. Well, at the time, at 17, 18 years old, I thought that the only thing that I really wanted to do in life was to go to college to be a strength and conditioning coach. I had been convinced, I'd always had this narrative in my head, that going to college was, was going to be my answer, my answer to all of the hardships and you know, the difficulties of life. If I, if I went to college, things would be easier. I went to college for a, a, a year and a half. I, you know, I fought my way through that first year. I remember being very difficult. I remember being very unhappy. Halfway through my sophomore year, I'd been cheering since the, the, the beginning of freshman year. I just woke up one day and I was like, I can't do this anymore. I couldn't afford to be there. I, was, I had student loans. I was so unhappy. I, was, I loved cheering, but I was so unhappy in class and that day-to-day grind and struggle of, of just not caring about what was going on, but trying to force myself to care and it was exhausting and I was miserable And I just realized, I was like, I can't keep doing this. This is not good for me. And I had already started to develop these these ideas of like things I wanted to create and this entrepreneurial mindset. And like, I, I just needed to go. It was a very hard decision at the time. I had just met, who is now my fiance, Madison, literally on our first solo date, I, I had to tell her that I was dropping out of college. I only showed up to an exam that we had together just so she wouldn't think it was cr- weird that I wasn't in class and like it raised a bunch of questions before I, I, I could actually tell her myself what was going on. And, you know, I just remember being this time of chaos and this time of like, uncertainty and loss and, and and it was just all these things and I just remember feeling so judged and and even if some people were saying it and I knew some people were thinking it like Kevin's going to be a college dropout he's going to be a loser he's going to be this he's going to be that the whole point 
of all of this, of my story, is that the biggest mistake you can ever make is allowing other people to set a value limit on something for you. And what I mean by that is, is I think college for some people is a great thing. My fiance has a master's in nutrition science. She has a master's degree. So that's not just four years. That's like, it was like, took her like seven years. Me, I'm a college dropout. I, but I, I've built a, a business. I'm standing here to, did before you today doing this podcast. I'm working on a lot of things. I've, since I've dropped out, I have been educating myself more than I ever did when I was in school seeking higher, higher education, in quotes. And so something that I've learned now, now I didn't know this when I was in school and going through this transition of leaving, but I didn't have to believe in this false narrative. I didn't have to buy into what I view as a lie. I do not believe college is the answer for everyone. I do not believe that if you don't go to college that you could never be successful. That is the most preposterous idea ever. And it's interesting because I think a little bit now more than ever, we're starting as a society to realize that because we've, we're realizing how far down a bad path we've gone by selling this college idea because it's very expensive. For many of these degrees, it's the ROI is not there, but for some it is. And so the, the, the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is what you value at that moment. You see, I can say, I can say all of these reasons why I don't think college is the answer for everybody and all of these negative, uh, potential negative ideas about it. But here's the thing. When I chose to go to UC, at that moment, I was absolutely believed for myself because I wanted to be a strength coach that school going to college was the answer. Now, in retrospect, going to college for exactly 1.5 years was exactly the answer. I needed one and a half years, not four, not one, one and a half to get to where I ultimately needed to go. I met my amazing fiance. I got the opportunity to make it the captain of the cheer team. I built relationships that allowed me to go back anytime and be a part of it. Even though I didn't technically graduate, I will always be a, a bear cat and a UC cheerleader at heart. Like there's nothing, no one can take that from me. I met my, I met amazing friends. I just, no one can take that from me. But if I had stayed for two years or two and a half or three or four, my life could be drastically different. Maybe Madison and I's relationship didn't flourish the way that it did. Me still being in school. Maybe I, you know, 
maybe I got hurt or maybe you're cheering or maybe this happened or maybe that happened. And something I've just learned over these years is that when things work out for you, you don't know how they could have been different. And when things go bad for you, you don't know how they could have been different. I don't know exactly what would have happened if I stayed for my entire college career and grad and actually got a diploma. I have many ideas of how I know things would be different and think they would be different, but I don't know. I can't, I can't just look back into the past and, and, and predict that. But what I do know is that at, in, at, at every moment, the emotion of I felt the certainty that I felt was the right answer. The certainty to start to go to college was the right answer. The certainty to know that I needed to leave college was the right answer. The, like, the certainty to make certain decisions was the right answer. And I think that is something that is so lost on many of us is that sometimes you just need to make the heartfelt decision, no matter how hard it is, and just live and, and it, accept what comes. Do what you need to do to try to mold the outcome to to your liking and to what you need and want. Excuse me. But ultimately, you have to make a decision. You can't be frozen with indecisiveness forever because eventually the world will just make a decision for you. So don't Spend your time letting others, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your siblings, wow, that's the same thing, uh, your, your significant others, nobody, assigning value or taking away value of something that you care about. If you think something's worthwhile, do it, no matter what kind of outside noise there is. If you think something's not right for you, don't do it. No matter what outside noise says, you get to choose what you care about and what you don't care about. And I'll, so to end, there's this, there's, I, meant, I read this amazing article long ago. I don't remember who wrote it. I'm, I'm actually going to look it up after this. I should have looked it up before. But it was this article, basically, the, the, the writer wrote of this idea of fuck yes or no. And I think it's such a perfect, beautiful way to, to, to operate one's life. If you feel like something's just the right thing to do, the answer, and it is just deep within you, you're just like, this is what I'm going to do right now, then do it. That's a fuck yes moment. If you have a hesitation If you have a gut feeling that no matter how well it's being sold and spun as a positive, that you're just not about it, then it's a no. And it's a hard no, and you just go in whatever next direction you need to go. And don't waste another minute stressing out and worrying about the what ifs. Make your decisions. Make those decisions off of what you value and then carry on. And you just got to keep doing that over and over and over again in your life. 
And I'm confident that you're, you will build a life of beauty and, and of meaning and of love and of value. But if you start letting all of those in, you know, on the peripherals on the outside of your life start dictating how you view what you care about, then you will start to become an inauthentic version of yourself. And that, that is the worst thing that you could do for yourself and for the people you care about and for the world. So be your true self. Love what you love. Love who you love. Do what you want to do and what you believe is right for you. Accept that you'll never know the opposite outcome. And be happy to be living and choosing and invest in yourself. Believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Go and get exactly what it is that you want. Never, ever, ever let other people assign value to something or devalue something for you. Never, ever, ever. All right, guys, much love. I hope that this was meaningful to you guys. I think about these things all the time. They just, this, my head's always going. And, and I've just had some profound experiences in my life and that I've, you know, I just want to share and I love it. And I love you guys. And I'll see you next Monday. Much love to you guys. Peace.